Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me today. I had a, uh, man, God is just so good, man. Um, I had somebody who I'm peripherally involved with in business. Let's just call him a vendor. Um, and, uh, he was in Maine and, uh, hit me up and said, Hey, I'd, I'd love to do dinner with you. And I'm like, huh, that's strange. <laughs> I wanted to be like, why? <laughs> you know, we never really talked. This guy pretty much owns the company, right? We never really talked much. And, uh, um, I can't get into too many details, but we, you know, I showed up at dinner and I hopped out of the truck and he spotted me right away. And he's like, oh yeah, you definitely look like you used to work at X company, right? He's like, you got that swagger to you. I'm like, yeah, and he spotted me right out. And, um, the company I used to work for, you could just tell, like I could tell wrestlers from a mile away. Like I, if you gave me look at a hundred people and I had to pick out the wrestlers, I could tell you easily. Um, but anyways, so we got to talking and he was real cool you know i i didn't know what i expected going to the dinner but he was really really cool um and he's a christian very solid christian man um and we just got talking about faith and life and death and um long story short by the end of the dinner um i was being presented with a with a very major uh business opportunity like one that pretty much when I got home and told my wife brought me to tears uh, and it brought me to tears for two reasons number one because of the potential potential magnitude um, I mean we're talking millions and millions and millions but number two just God's goodness and grace in my life like I just I feel like such a screw up sometimes like I, I, I really underplay how badly I feel about myself. And I don't mean that like a self-deprecating, I'm a loser sort of way. I don't mean that in any sort of like self-harm, depressed way. Don't send anybody to my house to take me to the Sticky Sock Club because they'll get shot in the face. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't mean it. I don't mean it like that. Um, I just... Everyone falls short of the glory of God, right? And it's just my mistakes. And they're not even major ones, you know what I mean? But, like, my mistakes, like, when my when I slip up with my tongue, when I slip up with my anger, um, when I maybe look at something I shouldn't have looked at for a little too long on the Internet, you know, stuff like that. I made a joke I shouldn't have made. I had a thought I shouldn't have thought. It sticks with me, and it gnaws at me, and I, I have this fear that God is going to discipline me harshly. Like I walk around generally of not afraid, but like kind of got my head on the swivel, um, looking for God's judgment and punishment in my life, and I, I have to keep reminding myself He promises us grace. Now, the Lord does chastise though that those that He loves. That's a very real part of it. You know what I mean? Um, If you continually make mistakes, he'll chastise you. It's happened to me many, many times. But, many times. But, you know, the other part of that is is his grace and his love and his abundance. And um, 
you know, it brought me to tears last night. Brought me to real tears last night thinking about, you know, and I try not to cry in front of my wife, you know, and I didn't, it was a cry, just teared up, you know what I mean? For a second, plus I had had a couple whiskey drinks, you know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> I'm feeling it, hey, chill. Um, sorry, I mean, beef jerky, I'm on my way to Muay Thai. Um, I just, uh, yeah, so another potential big business opportunity on the horizon. You know, and this comes after we had a great meeting for FLD yesterday with Alex and Randy for the firearms company. And, uh, man, did we make some progress yesterday. If you ever started a business, you have... You know, hold on. I'm trying to eat this and talk. This is not working. All right. If you've ever started a business, you know, you go through periods of where things kind of lull. You know, maybe you're waiting on a piece of software to be developed. Um, you know, legal stuff. You know what I mean? It, it kind of walls out. And then... You have explosions of progress. And sometimes these progress, the progress manifests outwardly. And sometimes it's just like a brainstorming explosion. Like we had a brain hurricane yesterday and got um, really, not repurposed, but really nailed down the brand. And what it's going to look and feel like and, you know, what our real purpose is in these, in these gun shops and all this stuff and for the consumer. And we just, you know, we figured out how we were going to pay our salespeople. Like it was just such a good, so I had that. And then I go to dinner and I have, I'm presented. I just love, I just love, 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 love starting companies. Like I really come into my own with this. Um, you know, the, staffing company still out there rocking it absolutely smashing it breaking records every single week you know hit up Stephanie um, if you need any recruiting done in life insurance by the way um, that company still it's just I've had so much fun doing this and it just goes back to my I'm just so thankful for God and his hand in my life because I don't deserve it you know what I mean? None of us deserve it. None of us deserve it. And I just think about how time and time and time and time and time again, he shows me like, hey, I got you. Hey, I got you. Here's another blessing. Here's another opportunity. Here's another door opening. Here's a door closing, but it's for a good reason. You know what I mean? It's so funny when I look at the past three years of my life, how much perceived negative has happened and it's all turned into a positive every piece of it every single piece of negativity in the last three four years of my life has turned into a positive every single one it's 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 uncanny uh, there's been lessons learned new friendships made new businesses created all from a seemingly very negative experience which makes me just laugh just makes me laugh at people <laughs> You know, and uh, I'm just thankful and I'm grateful and I don't take it lightly what uh, he's done for me. You know, I'm going to run in. I need a water. I forgot a water.
So yeah, I'm telling you, um, again, we don't follow God so that we can get things, but if you follow God, go turn your car. Holy smokes, baby. Maine's got to be the worst drivers. I'm telling you right now, these Maine people are sloppy, they're slow, they're boneheaded. It's ridiculous, dude. I cannot wait. I, we think we've narrowed it down. I know I've said this a couple of times, but we've narrowed it down to two potentially very serious uh, properties, and they're just gorgeous, man. They're just gorgeous. I was telling you guys on another episode, I got my credit fixed. My credit went up like 40 points. I'm like, bro, I'm thrilled. One of 40 points. So, um, dude, once my credit's up over 750, I'm going to be invincible. I'm going to be absolutely invincible. You know what I mean? I've got a, a trust set up. I mean, I'm just absolutely invincible. There's not going to be anything anybody can do to me. It's hilarious. It's so funny. And it's it's funny because it's I've gone through so much stuff, and that's taught me how to protect yourself. You know what I mean? Because when you start, you know, when you start making money and having success, and I've made some decent money and I've had some decent success, but when I start making tens of millions of dollars, I absolutely expect that people, you, you just... You know, I was talking about this with this guy last night. You know, when his company exploded, what's the first thing that happened? Three people sued him. You know what I mean? So, um, it's just a normal part of having to protect yourself in business. Um, but, yeah, so we've, we've, we've got these two very serious properties picked out. Uh, and I'm not going to say what state again yet. But, uh, it's either... Tennessee, Florida, West Virginia, Arkansas, Texas, uh, Wyoming, or Virginia. There you go. Take your pick. <laughs> but uh, we've got some property picked out. Dude, just this one house. It's on like 90 acres. It's already got a big barn on it. Like the house itself is beautiful. I think it's four bedrooms, three baths. Because I want to move my parents in with us. I want our parents to live with us. And Geneva's parents can move in too. I'm gonna start. I'm telling you guys, I'm so serious about this compound. You're I'm, in in three years, five years, ten years. If we're even all still alive, you're gonna come back to these episodes, or people are gonna discover this podcast for the first time and go back to the earlier episodes, and they're gonna hear me talk about these ideas, and then they're gonna look and see how it's come to fruition. I haven't said so, and I used to get real arrogant with this, so I gotta be careful. But I haven't said something and not had it happen, I don't think ever. I used to say that a lot when I worked in life insurance. I would call my shot and then I'd smash it through the hoop, you know, um, about everything. And uh, you gotta be a little, listen, let's talk about arrogance and cockiness. Humility is the most important thing for us to possess. However, um, <laughs> I think if you're going to do something special, you need to be a little arrogant. And and cockiness and arrogance are words probably created by women. Women don't want you to be cocky and arrogant because cocky and arrogant men are difficult to control. And the whole world's trying to control men. It's like, you look around right now and there's, there's just... There's so many topics I want to speak on, but I, I don't even have the time. 
You just see the world trying to control men everywhere. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Policing what they say, how they feel, what they think. You know, I got into it last night. Some lady was like, it should be illegal for you to have that tribal tattoo. I said, first of all, it's not a tribal tattoo. Second of all, lady, woman, derogatory. I said, I'll get my whole body tatted tribal. And then I'll go out in the middle of the road and start screaming the N-word. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. There's nothing, there's not any, aside from coming up behind me and shooting me in the back of the head, there's not a damn thing that anybody in this world could do to me. Nothing. I'm superior to every, every single one of my haters in every fathomable measure. There's nothing you can do to me. Sorry. I get, see, I'm getting fired up. I'm going to Muay Thai. But for real. And I, you know, I get to say that because I sacrificed a lot to make myself this way. I pride myself. I was called dangerous. They called me dangerous. I pride myself on that. I love that. I love the fact that people out there think I'm dangerous. You know why? Because I am. I'm extremely dangerous. Does that mean I'm going to hurt people willy-nilly? No. But does it mean if you come after me or my family and try to hurt us that you'll get hurt? You bet your ass it does. You bet your ass it does. You try to grab my wife's purse out of her arms when we're walking down the street, you're going to get out. You're going to, you'll never walk again. I'll let you live, but you're going to be paralyzed. And you're going to be a reminder to all your buddies. Every time your buddies sees that catheter leading up your hospital gown into your penis and your broken legs and broken spine, your useless legs in that chair, they're going to think, man, maybe I shouldn't rob women because you never know you never know seriously we got to start making examples out of these people we got to stop letting women get away with bad behavior and men especially migrant men get away with violent acts we need to start putting women with bad behavior back in their place look at what just happened to this baseball star for the Dodgers he was put on leave for two years did you guys see that story? He was put on leave for two years because some girl said she uh, he raped her. Yeah, and he's finally allowed to talk about it. The text messages came out, and she and her friend were talking about getting his money, and the, he's their next victim, and all this. And what do you think's going to happen to this woman? This woman should be stripped naked and flogged in the street publicly on CNN. And what's going to happen to her? This Lindsay Hill was her name. We got to start holding women accountable for their bad behavior. Like she should never get a job again. Everywhere she, I almost want to make it a personal mission to like, I don't know. She should never be able to work anywhere again. She should never be able to, she should never be able to own a home. You know what I mean? I, I, I have a feeling like, listen, here's the thing, man. Karma always, always always catches up always it might not be two years it might not be five years it might not be ten years but I can promise you right now Lindsay Hill will get hers watch watch karma's crazy dude there's this gay reporter this gay HIV positive reporter that was making fun of the Gilbert dude 
the, the, Gil, the or Gilbert, the Dilbert dude, the guy that draws that cartoon Dilbert, he was like making fun of him, and Dilbert said something along the lines of, if Biden gets voted into office, you'll be dead within four years. This reporter just got shot in the chest in his home. So the Dilbert dude's like Nostradamus. Like, dude, ca- karma always catches up. This is why you, when, when people do things to you, as difficult as it is, you need to just, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I don't retaliate. I don't do anything. People could call me names. People can call me names. And people could do this. And people could say this. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at all. It has zero effect on my life. It's literally, it's. it has no effect on my life. Your opinion of me... <laughs> Your opinion of me, me has no zero effect. See, people are people think that like you can go after people's reputations and it's gonna like hurt. It only hurts your feelings if you let it hurt you. Like if it, it's only gonna hurt you if you let it hurt you. You know what I mean? Like you can't. Like I don't let things hurt me. You know what I mean? Like I don't, and that's a choice. I think a lot of people get so wrapped up in hate and anger that they start making bad decisions and they screw themselves over. It's like, no, no, no. Let God handle it. Give it to God, bro. Give it to God. Let God handle it because he will. And if it's not in this life, it'll be in the next. Because unless they come to repentance, they're going to go to hell. And I would never pray for anybody to go to hell. I wouldn't wish I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemies and I don't have enemies. I have fans. I have really devoted fans. <laughs> Sending me DMs and following me around on Instagram comment sections. It's adorable. Love you guys. Give that picture of me you got in a in a shrine in your closet. A nice big kiss for me. I gotta imagine that I think some people are so obsessed with hating on me that they've got like a shrine of me in their closet and they're secretly in there. It's like uh who was that? Was it Angelica? Remember that? No, 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 no. The the mean girl from um not Olga, Helga from Hey Arnold. Remember she like was such a bitch to him? <laughs> but she goes home and there's a shrine of Arnold in her closet that she like worships. Got locks of his hair. <laughs> that's it. That's I got. I got somebody out there like that. I'm pretty sure. They got a shrine of me in their closet. They're in there touching themselves to it. Ah, <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right. Oh, it was a rather unhinged episode today, but uh, yeah, baby girl. There you go. Love you guys. Have a good one.